Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit <laughs> He was rolling on the ground for about 15, 20 minutes. He calls me the next day going, you, you mother... You, you broke my ribs. I'm like, what'd you expect? I'm sorry. I drank like basically a whole bottle of CBD this morning. I'm not even fucking here right now, dude. I don't even know what planet I'm on. Yeah, you look really spaced out. I'm I got fucking this. gone, dude. I got this, boys. Hey. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. If you haven't subscribed, work on it. Yeah, maybe do it. Make it happen. Do your best. (laughs) That's all we can ask from you is just do your best. Uh, We're... we're in a bit of a it's a mood today. Like I, I, I have a sinus infection. I just got back from the doctors. Told me I have stuff in my throat. Dude, what's going on with you, man? I don't. I, I'm sick. Six months been, out of the year. You've been sick for twenty years. You know why, bro? Because I'm not vegan like you. That's true. And Andre, yeah, that's true. I see true. these guys walking around the house just crystal clear skin. Yeah. Throws just running all, up walls. Yeah, running up. I've seen. I've seen Andre on t- like Spider Man yeah. hanging, bro, it just happens. from his hands. Yeah, that's about three years after being vegan, you can start climbing on ceilings. That's that's cool. <laughs> yeah. He that's told really me he cool. can't get sick. He can just walk into like a, a a chamber with a bunch of sick people and it just doesn't affect him. He's mm-hmm. got like an mm-hmm. iron fucking dome. He told me yeah. that too, but I I knew I knew you were sick one day yeah, for, me for too. like two days. Me too. And you'd ask him, and he'd it's, be like, oh, "No, I'm fine." <laughs> it's it's called vegan sick though. It's like it's like half ass sickness. It doesn't really set in. You know? What yeah, I'm saying? I told you everything's half ass. Vegan sick, vegan dick. Like I can't even imagine being a girl. <laughs> Having to fuck a gluten-free vegan, dude. <laughs> Shout out Blue. I don't know how you do it. Dude. Oh, oh, shit. Can I even say that? I, mean, I didn't mean sex. I meant like the transfer of energy. <laughs> no offense. Where is she? Fuck. No comment. They're energy partners. No fuck, comment. They're energy it's partners. Like, bro, it's like a girlfriend without all the bullshit. Facts. Like she's just, she's there to exchange energy with you, not like complain about things. Yeah, bro, we, we were at Andre's vegan birthday party the other day and- the shit you see at these parties, bro, I like try to keep my mind open to it. It's so amazing. But I saw these people. There was one guy and then there were two girls, one in front of him and one behind him. And they were going like this to him. <laughs> and I'm like, and I go, I'm like, yo, I just out of curiosity, like what, what the fuck is going on over there? And they were like, oh, it's uh, they're doing a healing ritual. And they were like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Transferring energy. Yeah, and I was is. like, damn, dude. I was like, wish somebody would heal me, dude. What the fuck is good? They're hot girls, by the way. It. Hot girls, too, because the the vegan skin. Vegan it's, skin it's, is it's the best. It's the best part mm-hmm. about the vegans. They don't have pores. Mm-hmm. Be- plant, plant-based food gets rid of your pores. It smooths them over. Yep. It's like they yep. rely on photosynthesis. Like they're, they're I've seen I've seen source. Spencer on his back out in the yard, like kind of doing this before, like a beetle, like a beetle <laughs> mm-hmm. in heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I saw at Andre's birthday party, <laughs> I turned on the Deontay Wilder versus Luis Ortiz fight. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, that's where I happened to be. Yeah. And as a not professional boxer, maybe 0-1 as of now, assuming the appeal doesn't come back. 0-1-1. Oh, one one. No, I think the, the first one's first amateur. amateur doesn't count. Yeah, don't oh, know. there we go. Yeah, he's chilling. He's chilling. One is no, no official victory yet, but who yeah. needs that? I'll probably yeah. get there. We're working on it. Um, <laughs> so I turned this, I turned the fight on and I was, I was sure that I was going to be reprimanded by the vegans because- Let's be honest, bro. If you're vegan, some things that just go hand in hand, pacifism. You, like, let's be honest. I'm surrounded by pacifists. Dude, are there any, <laughs> and, and, like, combative vegans that just want to, like, eat plants and just fight? Nate Diaz? That's he's, a, he's, that's he's a, like one of two, bro. There's like yeah. there's two. Point is, I turned on this fight, and I was scared I was going to get yelled at because all the vegans are, like, dancing in their circle, praying, he- healing yeah. each other. Yeah, and yeah, here yeah, I am yeah. watching, like, a very violent sport and distracting from the true king of the night. Which was you, Andre. It's and true. then they, yeah. no, but they made it their own again by and claimed the territory because they started doing acro yoga mm-hmm. in front of the TV. Oh yeah, you, awesome. you remember that? You're like watching like the most important round and you see some girl getting elevated by someone else's legs. And exactly. she's like, I'm flying, Jack. Look at me. Exactly. And it's like, yo, what the? F- hey, you guys, as much as you joke about it, though, you, you, you've enjoyed the community. It's fantastic, right? bro. Coming over to the mother tree. No, you haven't. 
Uh, you're lying, bro. I enjoy, really? like, hey, you I, got a soft I enjoy, spot, too. I enjoy their sentiment. Okay, okay. I actually, I had I had a heart-to-heart with Andre's girlfriend the other day. I told her, I was like, yo, I've, I've given it so many tries. And, like, I think I'm at the point where I've officially put my foot down. And, and like, that life is just not for me. Mm. There's just something. Mm. I, I like it because there's something to be said about people that just can't be, like, shaken by, like, any of the normals like shakers of life. Like they're just like, I, you could see a vegan literally out there get hit by a car and they just bounce back up and they're just like, like got to think of the positive side of things, man. What the fucking positive is there about getting hit by a F-150? And they just pop up. They're like, dude, you never know who you're going to meet at the hospital, man. Like as they get wheeled away on the fucking gurney and they're like, I met the nurse in my dreams there and it changed my energy at aura spectrum. <laughs> By the way, like that, that's, constant, how, that's how he interprets positives. <laughs> just constant yeah, positive yeah. vibes. It's accurate. Yep, yep. Uh, so many vegans getting hit by F 150s. <laughs> it is so common nowadays. <laughs> Ooh, the Tesla truck. I'd be blessed yeah. to get hit with a Tesla truck. A fucking rhombus on wheels. I ordered one. <laughs> I pre ordered <laughs> one. You think it should be called the Rhombus? Because it works, bro. Did you, did you hear why it's shaped that way? Because they, they relied on a fourth grader to draw the fucking yes, concept for exactly. it. And you're just like, Bleh. they went to a geometry class. <laughs> Someone drew Wheels a triangle on a fucking on it. hexagon. No, it's because no, they, they can't, can't cut it. Yeah. Because the, it's like, uh, what kind the, of, it's the, the steel. Right. It's like makes steel. It impossible stainless to bend steel and, and put in a design other than yeah. poly- polygonal. I shapes. hated it at first. I think it's dope. It's sick. Do you guys, are you guys a fan of the truck? I think it's cool. I think it's cool. They got a lot of pre-orders. 200K, like, over 200K 200, now. 200,000? Yeah. $20 million, right? Because it's $100 uh, to, to, $100 to, 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 to pre-order. To yeah. I wonder how many people will follow up with that. You think all, like percentage? I think quite a few, man. You, you're a, a numbers guy. I, I just, I don't know. I just think it was funny because like so many people were just like, just bought the- It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. New Tesla truck. No, and like, no, hell, people are like flexing on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, Bucks, it's a hundred bucks. Yo, it. but my thing on it too is like <laughs> a smart though on their own. Hell yeah. so it kind of because they have their like confirmation and shit, but it looks like one of those things where it's like, you know, those like really like fashion forward things that happen and people are just like, it's only because of the hype that they buy it. Like somebody's like, like their dress to the Met Gala is really like a raincoat with like human heads dangling yeah, off the bottom of it. And they're yeah. like, oh my God, Jared Leto fucking smashed this one. <laughs> but it's only because it was Jared Leto and Virgil worked on it. And you it. can never wear it again. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel one. like people are just like, yo, you know what? Like cars are cool. Aerodynamics are cool. But fucking I'm buying a hexagon on wheels, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like yeah. only because everybody else is they, fucking it, about they, it. They also built uh, an electric ATV. It's like mm-hmm. it's like the little brother mm-hmm. of the truck. And yeah. it's, it's very cool. I, saw, I, would, I, I would love to get that. I said one way to spice up the uh, rhombus is to put a 50 cal on top of it because yeah. it looks like it, that. Look, it, it looks, looks like, like it needs it you know what yeah. it looks like is a warthog from halo yes yeah really oh my God. yeah, yeah. You like, put a turret on top a big 50 chilling. cal turret dude like they mm-hmm. should have that as like an add-on like you know 100%. you could add on you could buy the one engine two engine three engine they should do three engine plus 50 cal machine gun <laughs> plus turret is there a chance yeah. i hate to, i hate to be this guy is there a chance that the the truck actually doesn't exist and elon just uses this as a quick scheme to raise like 20 million 100 bucks 100 percent. i said 100 bucks 100 <laughs> so much it costs but yeah uh, definitely bro i don't think so because have you seen the video of it the only reason literally i literally pulling an f-150 up Hill. That was insane. That was insane. That was crazy. Dude, I, th- I think it's because since it's a battery, it's an electric vehicle. Yeah. The battery is incredibly heavy, and the the truck, mm-hmm. the pickup truck, should, stood no chance. Yeah. Um, but the reason I ask is because I don't know how to say this. Where are the Where is the Tesla Roadster that was going to come out in 2020? Have Did we heard it? anything about this? Where is was the, it supposed to come out? In the 2020? electric semi truck that is supposed to come out next year. Jake pre-ordered it. Yeah. Well, it's not twenty five thousand. It's not, but. I've heard the Tesla Roadster is being pushed another year, oh, really? and I'm assuming. I think I think a lot of it comes back to the Gigafactories that they're making. I think it like takes yeah, what's more good time with those than Gigafactories? I don't know, bro. It's taking time. It's whack. If you're dude. building an electric car company, you time's gotta, not you something time we have it. all that much of, bro. Because people are killing the earth with 
koala bears are burning. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The but there's like bears. a lot of death going on. Like Elon's got to hurry the fuck up and yeah, get us our fucking giga yeah, he's got to get He's got to get his shit together. Yeah. Well, here's some good news. Uh, Black Friday is on this Friday. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, wow. Fashionover.com is going live this weekend with the biggest Black Friday and Cyber Monday sale. And I believe it. Coming from a person as a business owner, I did some big Black Friday sales, but uh, Fashion Nova got me beat. As you guys know, we are big fans of Fashion Nova and all their gear. Not just hot girls on Instagram. They have dope clothes for men, too. Like me. I'm a guy. Shop Fashion Nova and Fashion Nova men during this limited time offer. Fashion Nova also just launched a new payment installation plan with Quadplay. Quad pay, sorry. You can purchase your entire order and Fashion Nova will break up the total into four payments slash installments. It's super easy and everyone is instantly approved so you can look fly for your holiday party and not go broke. Mm. Shop fashionova.com. There we go. I, they uh, they actually sent me some stuff, a lot of stuff. I'm getting emails about like, I, they probably probably got me like 50 pieces of gear. So I'll there be, we go. Yeah, I, wish I, I have some you of should, it? Yeah, yeah, you, you, you should be a brand ambassador for Fashion Nova. That well, seems- shot, we're rich. What's good, dude? I mm-hmm. need some money. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll make it happen. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This, I mean, wow, I'm hyped. Yeah, this this is big. This dude. is actually, this is big. This really Our big. guest today is arguably the most popular fighter in the history of the UFC. You can call him Champ. You can call him the Iceman, and you can call him an Entourage guest star. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chuck Liddell. Oh, hell yeah. There we go. Wow. How are you guys doing? What's up, How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Good, good. You walked in this way, which makes you the (laughs) third Third guest to officially do that. But uh, number one in my eyes, Chuck. <laughs> well, thanks. Uh, I'll take it. How you feeling, man? I feel great, man. Are you still training? Yeah, still training. Yeah, I, I'm coming off. Uh, I just had I, well, neck surgery and knee surgery, but uh, recently, uh, about a, two months ago. Oh, yeah, wow. so that's not that's not great. That's pretty recent. Hey, man, you know it's wear and tear. You know, I, I could beat up beat on my body for. I'm, I'm turned 50 in December, so beating my body for about 40 years training. When are you going to stop, man? I, I don't think I'm ever going to stop. <laughs> really? I ain't planning on stopping ever, so uh, we'll see. What happened to the neck and knee? What was the surgery? I, uh, my knee was just uh, my bone on bone. Where cartilage. Tear, cartilage, yeah. bone on bone. Yeah. I, had, I had to get a partial knee replacement, um, which they do this real well nowadays. So uh, you know, they, they said if I was playing football, I could go back to football after. So Is that, really? uh, is that considered arthritis? I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And then uh, my neck was just, it, I was actually uh, pretty bad. I, I wear and tear, but my three and four, um, I was, it was tapping my uh, spine, spinal cord. So I couldn't pass a drug test. Yeah. over. you know, we're fighters. I sit there, guys at my, my doctor asked me, are you feeling any uh, symptoms? Are you balance anything? I'm, no, I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> He's like, okay, do me a favor. Go across, stand on the other side of the room, close your eyes and uh, walk to me, heel toe. And I started trying to walk. I'm like, Oh, that's well. That's hard. That's that's that that's tough. difficult. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I couldn't do it at all. Dead sober. I couldn't. I, I fall off the side. I'm like, wait, no, I got it. Hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't. Okay, because I'll try to balance on one foot. I'm on. No, that yeah, close now. Close your eyes. I can balance on one foot with my eyes open. I'm close it. I'm like, it's it's oh, next to impossible. Shit. Before my fight, and you had to do this too. They made me stand on one of the foam uh, mats that are this thick. Stand on one foot and close my eyes. It is impossible. Right now, you, when you're watching this, wherever you are, I don't care where you are. If you're in class, you do this right now. You stand up on one foot and balance. Now close your eyes and balance. It's so much harder. So I well, mean, maybe it's, it's not. It's maybe, a lot harder, but it, but it, it was to the point where I couldn't. I had not like I, but I could cheat it because I actually I think they, when they I do that too. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when they, they did actually, they, they they showed up for a uh, surprise, uh, whatever uh, your analysis and uh, yeah, and uh, oh. and they did it, but they did a neuro test for me while I was there too. I'm like. What am I doing in neuro? I guess I guess because I'm forty. I was forty yeah. eight at the time, so yeah. <laughs> I guess they want to do an extra neuro test. So, but they did that, and I I, I, I was fair. I couldn't do it. I'm like, okay, I'll just. You cheat, yeah? You, yeah, I just cheat yeah, a little bit. I, I, I cheat a little bit. You can squint a little bit. 
as long as you can see. Yeah. At what point are those tests like impossible too? Like I like the ones with the cops when they're like when you're drunk and they have you come outside your car outside your car and they're like. You know, stand on one foot, put your finger on your nose, recite the alphabet backwards while also reciting the Declaration of Independence forward. You're like, yo, what? I can't, yeah, I couldn't can't do, do this it. when I was 18. Can't perfect. It. Like, it's impossible, dude. <laughs> yeah. So I, but yeah, it was, uh, so I had to get that stuff cleaned up. It's, but I mean, you know, you got to pay the piper sooner, sooner or later. You know, I, 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 uh, I put my body through a lot and I, I'm getting off cheap, I think. So you still, you still plan on fighting? I still plan on training. I, I mean, I, I do some jujitsu matches. I, I I think I'll still, uh, still stay out there doing something. Ah, uh, got you. Yeah, because the stuff you did for the UFC and coming out, like, man, I've been watching you since yeah. from, like, day one. <clears throat> um, and it's it's incredibly inspiring to see. And I, the biggest question I, I wanted to ask you was, like, you did UFC before it was cool, before it was mainstream. In fact, you were, you were uh, coming up at the same time of it, and a lot of its success, I w- would argue, is attributed to you. <laughs> um, did you fight because it's all you knew, or why did you fight? before it became a cool thing to be a fighter? Uh, I fight because I love fighting. I mean, I grew up, grew up doing martial arts. I was, I was actually graduating in accounting, um, mm. the accounting degree. My grandma was mad at me for us doing kickboxing to keep competing. Mm. And my grandma was mad at me, like, when are you going to get a real job? And then I, uh, then I thought I was thinking about it, going to get a real job. And I, I fought one mixed martial arts fight. And I'm like, nah, I like this. I'm going to stick here. Stick it here. <laughs> and it, honestly, back when I started, I mean, a home run back then was maybe 150 grand, 200 yeah, grand sure. a year. Yeah. I mean, not, not like for a fight. Now, like I, I say, like by the, by the end of my career, I was, I was making that on my shorts, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like stuff on my shorts. So, I mean, it, it became, I mean, it was, it was a good choice for me. I, yeah. made, the, I made the right decision, yeah. but, uh, but I, you know, I, I, yeah, it was, it was, it was cause I love fighting. I, I just didn't want to get a real job. But, I, but what, what, what about it? Is it, is it hitting people? Is it try, avoiding getting hit? It's, it's the competition of it. And then trying to, trying to, trying to beat, you know, beat that other person. Right. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a very violent, I'm actually not a very, very violent person as far as I don't like hurting people. Yeah. But when I'm when I go out there to fight you, I am trying to kill you. You didn't. You I, didn't I get trying to, as soon as it's <laughs> over, I hope you're that. all right. But uh, I hope you're okay. But I am trying to take your head off. I'm trying to hurt you. You didn't do that kind of stuff prior to fighting. Did you get in fights in high school? And shit I like got that? a lot of fights. Yeah. I, I don't know why I'm not buying your story about no, not being a like. I, 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 you know, I like, I like, I always say I was never, I was never a bully. I never <laughs> right, got right, picked right. on people, but I didn't like, I didn't like people picking on other people. Yeah, and I like to fight. So, you know, you come up, someone going, oh, hey, he doesn't want to fight you, but I will. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I, I figured out when I was about 21, 22, I, I always said I never made you fight me if you wanted to walk away. But I'm, when I was younger, I, it made it real hard for you to walk away. You know, I, you had to put your tail between your legs and crawl off the door. And I, as I got older, I kind of give you a bunch of outs. Right. And I'll walk out. Uh, yeah. You know, hey, yeah. You want to you want to do this or You no? don't want to do this. Yeah. Like you probably tell people yeah. like, yo, yeah, trust yeah, me, you yeah. don't want to fucking yeah, do yeah. this. Well, you know, now yeah. since, since people got see me fight, I have never, I, I don't have that problem. I don't know guys don't come up and try to challenge me. I can't I don't, imagine. Yeah. I mean, re- really, honestly, the guys, m- most guys, if you know who I am anyway, you, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not known as like a wrestler or a jujitsu guy. I'm known as a brawler with heavy hands. Yeah. So that's not exactly the guy you want to fight um, in the street. I'm not, you know, and then, and really the guy that, the assholes that would actually do that are fans of mine. So. <laughs> no, that, that, dude, <laughs> be that's, honest. A, that's a bucket list item. Yeah. Get knocked out by Chuck Liddell. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Might as well. I've had guys, I, I, I've, I've had people really want me to hit them. Yeah, you fucked uh, up a couple, more. you fucked up a couple of my boys. Steve-O. Oh yeah. yeah. So that was for fun. That was fun. <laughs> he's, he's great. He's, and then, he's awesome, man. Who's the, who's the, what are the dudes since? Uh, yeah, I hit him that recently. Yeah, he punched him in the face. Yeah, you know the funny thing. I they called me up and his 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 manager goes, "Hey man, he wants you to uh, he wants you to come over and knock him out." I'm like, um, I okay, look, man. I, I know that's what he does for a living, but does he understand what that means? Like, because like if you ask me to knock you out, okay, here's the problem. I I can't just kind of hit you. Cause you uh, put me on blast. Yeah, I got to hit. I'm going to hit you with everything I got. It's your brand. Uh, You're yeah, representing brand. your yeah. fucking brand. I'm now going to hit you with everything I got. I did that with a, a guy with a body shot. I had a guy, um, we were in, uh, we were in, uh, that's Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Okay. Which, uh, a DJ the night before we're out there and he goes, Hey man, I think I can take a body shot from you. Oh, I, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I've been drinking. I'm not going to hit you. I'm just not going to do it. Just, I'm not, not going to hit you. And then um, he goes, well, can I announce it? You're here. I said, sure. So he announces that I'm there and then says, he's going to tell everyone he's going to take a body shot from me in front of everybody. <laughs> oh, 
Somewhere, normally, if 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 I if I was if I hadn't been drinking and I knew you, okay, I'll give you a body shot, but I'll, I'll tap you, not real hard, just give you dig it a little bit, and you, most people drop, yeah. and that's fine. If it didn't drop, no big deal. Yeah, you put me on blast in front of everybody. I was world champ at the time. <laughs> now you gotta fuck I'm like, up. Okay, yeah. um, so now I'm hitting them with the kitchen sink. <laughs> so I, and I, now remember, I've been drinking. I, mean, I said I've been drinking. I warned them. Uh, so I was off by a little bit. Well. Uh, <laughs> He was rolling on the ground for about 15, 20 minutes. He calls me the next day going, you, you motherfucker, you, you broke my ribs. I'm like, oh, what'd you expect? I'm sorry. Actually, he was really cool about it. I mean, he didn't really, he didn't really try to get stupid. If you're going to break your ribs, that's how you do it at that point. Uh, it's all back, but also, bro. I mean, what's, what's what are you trying to do to me? Dude? <laughs> I don't want to do the body shot challenge with Chuck Liddell. Did you not hear the story he just told? Please, Ryan, Ryan Garcia. No fucking problem. No offense, Ryan. Chuck's a big guy. Was it a well-known DJ? Um, I I forget his name. I I just he, he was uh, his, name, he's, okay. he's like, his name was Dip. Low? Imagine yeah, that was like yeah. some huge. Diplo would do that, by of the way. West Westmello West think about yeah. something like that. Uh, I'd expect nothing less of the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, why, that's, why that's have I not done too. that yet? That's great. Yo, side note: are they are they getting rid of the horse racing events? I don't think so. All right, well, I, I know. In trouble for a lot of horses dying, dying on the track. What? Yeah. No dog racing though. Yeah, well, I thought there's like a there's an animal racing event that they're nixing completely. Well, I think they want to kill. I want. I think they want to get rid of all of those kind of events. There's people that want to the Santa Ana track. I mean, how many horses died over that short? Was it nine, ten? Over a very short period of time, Still. and it it is really dangerous. And if a horse breaks its leg, they what? They just come out and kill it on the track, right? They put Flo Florida up. Florida banned greyhound racing. Yeah. Los Angeles considering banning horse racing. Anyways, that's why the show's called Impulsive. Yeah, we're all yeah. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, man. I, I, I was listening to you earlier. Funny. Thanks, right. bro. Speaking, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of being out and about, I, I've seen you out at a couple of clubs. You you go, you go out and hang out and yeah, stuff. I like that. <laughs> I like that with the time. Nice, yeah, I'm nice, not afraid nice. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not afraid to mix it up. No. When well, Evan met him, when, with with you, right? Uh, I wasn't there that night, but I've seen him a bunch of times, and I always think to myself, I'm like, dude, no matter what happens tonight, like everyone is just a little bit more on edge, like <laughs> like about not drinking too much and saying something stupid. Like usually, it's all these like pussy ass like LA celebs, and you could say whatever the fuck you want, like joke around, but like yo, you go up to Chuck Liddell, you had a few drinks, it's like. Chuck, very nice to meet you. Yeah. No disrespect. I know if if you're if you don't like me, we could we could say something else. Like, I, like how do you? Just everybody's on guard. Right. Right. You guys are really on that vegan thing, huh? Well, we got we're surrounded by them. Yeah, we got a couple in the house. Yeah, you know, you know, they're running around here. You ever have a a crazy story where you had to put someone in place when they approach you, whether it's like a fan or like at a party or? You know, let me think. Um, not in a long time, man. I haven't had. I, usually, I usually as I go, I check people pretty quick. It's mm -hmm. like you know, but it's funny. You get these guys, big tough guys. I'll tell you a story. When I was in college, I had a guy. You know, he's he's throwing his shoulder into my buddy. He's about six, three, six, four, mm -hmm. probably two thirty. Big guy, yeah, big, big guy. Dude. And, yeah, I, yeah. and I, I, was, I mean, at that time, I was about two hundred five. And, uh, you know, so I, I go, okay. So I'm going to throw my shoulder in him. Hey, man, you got a problem? He's all, <laughs> oh, you started getting all tough. And I, okay, let's go outside. He's like, huh? Mm. My buddy owns this bar. I can't fight in here. Let's go outside. <laughs> and he's like, are you coming? I mean, he's yeah, not, yeah, he's yeah, not starting yeah. to start walking. Yeah. Are you coming? <laughs> man, my wife left me. Oh, 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 here we go. Oh, oh, man, come on. Oh, damn. Well, then that doesn't give me, I'm all, that doesn't give me a right to pick on my buddies, 145 pounds soaking wet and, and never fought a day in his <laughs> Can life. Can you Leave imagine that scenario? No, dude, but where... I mean, guys, but even back then, I don't know who I am. He didn't know who I was. I mean, I, I, was, I was just doing kickboxing back then. And, and it, it was like, um, I, but you know, they, you can read in guys' eyes. I mean, I, I tell him, I'm like, hey man, the fuck do you say? Yeah. And they're like, okay, oh, hey, um, I didn't mean that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? Uh, <clears throat> I'm sort of scared of nowadays. I, I, and actually you kind of made me realize this. I feel like men are getting more and more brave when it comes to getting into street fights. And, and I watched you when you and Shannon had that little thing and you didn't back down. And I think it's cause like, Either he's not registering the the danger that he's about to be in, or like the the person who's pressing you, or he just doesn't care, which is his scenario. Like like a drunk a drunk guy at a club who approaches me and is chirping at me, quite honestly, probably doesn't give doesn't care enough about his health to not press me. Right, 
I know that's a problem. At the time. And like, like and, in and this story. Nowadays, too, you got to worry. Everyone, everyone, and it used to happen all the time before, too. Someone comes out, he does something. They take a swing at you, drop them, and then they're calling the cops. Like, yeah, they want to say, press yeah, charges yeah, yeah. on you. I'm like, I, yeah. uh, I thought you trying to press charges right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I just see it all the time. We'll see guy, I, I, I mean, I tell the cops, hey, man, I, that guy, leave him alone. Because that guy, that, that guy was trying to run away, and that guy took a swing at him. He turned around and dropped him. Now this guy's <laughs> complaining. Yeah. And you know, leave, leave, leave the guy. Okay, leave him alone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are your are your hands registered weapons? Is that a- you know? I, you know, I hear that all the time. <laughs> you know, here's the way I look at it. I mean, I from what I understand, I, you're allowed to. You know, still I'm still allowed to self be, defend myself. Yeah, but it, you know, you held a higher standard of like. It's hard for me to say. I was, you know, if some guy comes up, a random guy, was I in fear of my a serious bodily injury? <laughs> I mean, no, no, if my wife's there and I say, hey, this guy's attacking my wife yeah. and I'm protecting her, I've got every right to, to yeah, protect yeah. her like anyone else does or my kids or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I, I mean, you're held a higher standard and I'm, I mean, I'm going to be held, all, which is stupid too. Like people like act like just because you're, you know, you're a fighter, you should be able to hit a guy just hard enough not just to, to stop him. <laughs> you know, cause no. you don't know, everybody takes, has a different chin. I've had guys, you, you whiff a jab by their face and they fall down and you have other guys, you hit them in the head with a brick <laughs> and they're still standing looking at you like, ah, <laughs> you know, so it, it, it's so stupid. You know, I, I, you, you know, you get in a street fight, you, you guys got to, if we fight, if I throw a punch, I'm going to hit you. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not holding anything back and right. you're going to drop you as fast as I can. Yeah. So, are you uh you still involved with the UFC at all? You you watching it? You oh yeah, I, I still watch UFC. I still, gotcha. I'm, I'm big, still a fan of the sport. Big what, fan. What do you think about the current state of the UFC? And, and has it changed at all since you you were in it? Well, it depends on what time when when I was in it. I mean, it, it's it, there's a lot more fights. There's the thing when people start saying, "Oh, it's not not as exciting." Look, man, there's forty some odd UFCs a year now. So remember yeah. that they got to put on four hundred actual matches. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Figure ten matches per fight. Yeah. Four hundred. Before there were six. So you're talking about 60 actual matches, you know? So obviously the, 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 you know, the talent, it's going to be watered down on it, but there's a lot of talent out there now. Yeah. There's a lot more guys training. And you know, when we started, like, it was like, you take a guy from boxing, they had boxing and you t- he'd have to learn wrestling and jujitsu. Mm. You know, or you take a guy from wrestling, they have to learn jujitsu and boxing. And now everyone's starting, they're starting to learn everything from the beginning. And then, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's it's evolving that way. I mean, when I started, one of the advantages I had is I was a wrestler and a kickboxer, mm. and so I had to learn jujitsu, and and so I only had to learn the one one extra element. Um, but it, you know, it just keeps evolving, and, and the guys are going to keep getting better. I mean, now, nowadays we 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 are trying to we are trying to figure out how to how to spar, how to how to spar for this, how to train for this. Um, now they got nutritionists, uh, you know, science, strength, yeah, strength science coaches. Yeah. They've been working on this for a long time, yeah. and, and it's just going to keep getting better. And guys are going to keep, you know, they started from from the beginning and keep getting better and better. What made you want to uh, come out of retirement? Because yeah, you just, when, when I saw that when, that you were coming out of retirement to fight Ortiz, I mean, incredible. It was incredibly cool, but it's also a bold bold move. Uh, you know, I I love fighting. I missed it all that time, and uh, you know, the opportunity came. Someone made the suggestion. And, you know, I got talked into it. It wasn't real hard to twist, twist my arm. I've been training with guys. I still train with guys all the time. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't, uh, yeah. Any, I, any, any takeaways from that fight? Um, no, well, for me, I would, now, now looking back, I wish I'd fixed my, uh, you know, paid attention to my body and fixed my injury first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because, I, I mean, that balance didn't help. I, I went back and watched the fight, and I, I, like, I tripped over the blue line in the beginning of the fight. I'm like, oh, shit. That was that, that was a problem. Yeah. Okay, that, that, might, that would have helped if I had that problem. That's that solid, but no, it's a, it's a good takeaway, and I think a lot of people can learn from that. Like trying to fight through injuries is is uh, is for me actually. I think some, one of the most mentally draining things. Like when I when I get injured in training camp or just even in general, it is so hard for me to pretend that I'm okay. Yeah, but and it's the other thing too, where we do it so often and do it for so long that. You know, you sometimes you sometimes you have to listen to your body too. I agree. Yeah, you I know, agree. and then and that's it's hard to it's hard to get a you know we got I got thick, I got a thick skull. We got thick skull. Yeah. Fighters have we got thick skulls. The, it's hard to get a hey, listen to your body. You're, yeah, things yeah. something's not working right now. When, when when something doesn't work for me and I like I I fucked my body up in some way shape or form. The biggest thing that's helped me uh, recover or get over it mentally. And not just pretend like my world is over because I pulled a hamstring two months before a fight is is 
sheer optimism and trust that it will get better. Like time, time heals all wounds quite literally. Mm -hmm. And uh, you just got to, you got to trust. And if you do your rehab the right way and, and believe, then you'll probably get over that hump. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, Definitely. Helps, that, that helps me. Have you ever had a crazy injury during a fight that you had to fight through? You always hear about fighters like breaking a wrist in round two. And I've never had anything real bad in a mm -hmm. fight. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't had anything, uh, you know, I, I've gone into fights with torn MCL. Uh, torn MCL. It's the end of the first Tito. <laughs> How do you do that? So the first, end of the fight, I tore two weeks before the first uh, Tito fight. And if, if you, at the end of the round, when I, I run the first round, I kick him, kick him in the head, right? I walk back to the corner like, I'm, like, I'm don't limp. Don't yeah, limp. yeah, they can't see. You can't show don't, anyone. Don't limp. Don't limp. Not gonna kick again. Don't <laughs> kick him. We're done kicking. Yeah. And knee, and oh knee injuries God. are. And I want. I want. And I want to. I mean, knocking him out the next round, couple, like thirty seconds. But, nice. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Nice. But yeah, it was like, I'm like, I threw that kick in it because it, it was like, if you, if he, if he just inside leg kicked me, I would have, I'm gonna, ah, ah, I would have froze, if, like, freeze my knee for the, like, like for like ten seconds. Yeah. 15 oh yeah. Seconds. Oh like, yeah. Because it was, it was torn pretty bad, but. But you, you, became, know, you became an actor. Yeah. Became, yeah, no, you, yeah, you have to because I, I didn't want to. That plus Tito's a head case, so I I didn't want to give him any confidence. Like if he if he saw me limping back to my corner, that would have revived him. He oh, got, really? He would have got. Oh, I got I got a chance. I got I got to go after that leg. And he, uh, but uh, but I made it over the corner and, and walked back. I let 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 it rest and uh, came back out and knocked him out. So Pe how, people how underestimate those le those leg kicks too. Like we we've been seeing a lot of who is it the other. Uh, Recently, they were watching and they just kept going after that. Like, I think it was Diaz that was getting struck by. Oh yeah, Masvidal. Was Masvidal his over and over again. That leg kick to that quad region, just smacking it, smacking it. You can oh. see the whole leg is bright red, purple. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, and it makes it hard to put weight on it. Yeah, to throw your and then you start losing power in your right hand. You know, it's it's tough. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. did you uh, enjoy the thirty for thirty? Thirty thirty thirty. The thirty for thirty was great. Yeah. I thought they did great. I thought they did a good job of covering a lot of. A lot of um, issues, a lot of... Yeah, you opened up of, about a lot of stuff I, I feel like you haven't talked about too much before. Yeah, I haven't talked about a lot of that stuff too much. But, it, you know, it's at, at some point, you just don't care anymore. Yeah. I, I, like, stop caring about talking about things, so... Yeah, the relationship with your dad, was that, like, the first time you kind of opened up yeah, about that publicly? Yeah, the first time I talked about... I think it's the first time I've really talked about it publicly. Yeah. So that it got a lot of coverage. But, you know, I, I just... You know, I, for a long time, I, I don't think I care. I, I don't know that I cared that much. I mean, I, I think I, I think I realized finally that I actually did care a little bit mm -hmm. at the end. But I mean, it was that was kind of my, me actually seeing those kids off and telling them, telling them, you know, pound sand. You know, that was was kind of where where I kind of. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm fine. I'm over it. Mm -hmm. I was done with it. Yeah, I thought it was really, really well done. Yeah, hey, one of my uh, good friends, you, you worked with Micah, Micah Brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, he was my yeah, film mentor a while oh, back. Man, he's, he, he was he's, he did a really great job, and mm -hmm. he, he had a lot of obstacles and a lot of stuff he had to deal with. And uh, yeah. you know, between UFC and ESPN and all that stuff, they they had a lot of stuff. But they did, and they were covering a lot of material because mm -hmm. I mean, it reminded me of all, so many stories and so many things and. But they covered a lot of material, I think, uh, pretty well. Yeah. It's one of the greatest sports series, that 30 for 30. is oh, incredible. They, incredible. they did a great job. Yeah. I heard the original intent of that wasn't to be what it became. Really? Yeah. I, I, I heard it was designed as a – it was something about, about the play on the words 30 on 30, 30 – what, what is it? 30, 30, 30 for 30. 30. Yeah. yeah. And then it became that. I think, I think that – is one of the smartest things broadcasters are doing right now is, is producing like really high end premium content yep. that hypes the fight. Mm -hmm. And that's why like, uh, I, I just had my fight on the zone. Yeah. They are, they are by far the best Incredible. partner we've ever oh had. God. And, uh, when, when, when a, uh, fight organization can optimize in that way, especially for social, I think I, if Bellator can nail down something like that, like Scott Coker, I hope you're listening. I mean, maybe yeah. I can help you a little bit, but, <laughs> but I, th I think they, I think they'd present a real, real uh, competitor to the UFC. Mm, if you, that, could, if yeah. you could, if you can optimize your content, yeah, you have to. That Joshua Ruiz uh, doc that we watched that they produced, it was a, a thirty-eight minute uh, piece of content that they made for for YouTube for their YouTube channel that showed kind of the lead up to Ruiz Joshua one and had, you know, Tyson's thoughts on it and who yeah. else Holyfield's thoughts on it and all those guys there. And 
the way that was produced. If you haven't watched that piece yet, it's, it's, on, called, it's called One Night. One Night. Yeah. 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 I'm going to check that out. That's awesome. It, incredible. It is awesome. Right? Produced by Sylvester Stallone. Yep. We went and watched it with Sylvester Stallone and Holyfield. And <laughs> you guys, it you was guys amazing. Were like dicking around on the red carpet with right Rocky. behind. <laughs> Some of the shit that happens, I still can't ever get used to. And I don't even fucking try to, dude. Like they're, they're interviewing Rocky and me and Logan are in the background, like dicking around and they're like, we're like over the volume of the fucking interview. It's, and it's, me, it's me, Mac, Mike, and Ryan Garcia being fucking idiots, idiots on the black carpet alone. Who, by the way, I think is like seventy three, and that man looks great. Yeah, some people just got it. Yep, yeah. yep. I'm trying to be one of those people, man. Money helps. Money helps. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do a lot. Of, you do a lot of stuff to stay young with the, with the right. Hey, you ever fuck around with like stem cells and stuff? Uh yeah, actually, I did. I, I went down to. Uh, Columbia recently. Before, no way. Before I did, uh, before I did this, the knee knee surgery, I tried on my knee, but I did both shoulders and my knee. Um, and I've, I've, I got my, they say, my doctor says my shoulders look like I played in the NFL for 15 years went from the MRIs, yeah, I but, uh, but I, I mean, I couldn't put my jacket on. I couldn't, I couldn't lift my arms. I, I got I, both of them shot up in June. I can, I mean, I'm, Oh, they responded got, well. Damn. They responded great. Wow. They're amazing. Damn. What about the my knee? knee my, well, they said it. They, they, they even when I did it, they said I, I don't know if it's going to help much because it's bone on bone. There's not there's nothing there to grow. There's nothing there to fix. Yeah. There's nothing left. It's just, it was gone. It's straight down. I waited. I was straight down to the bone, so there wasn't much to do. Incredible. You, you sound like Frankenstein, man. It's not, you sound like you've like slowly pieced your body back together, sort of. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, it, but yeah, I mean, it's all it's a bunch of wear and tear. My almost my injuries. I've been lucky through my career as far as injuries go. I I mean, I, most of my injuries are wear and tear. Like it just over time, your body's going to gives out. You want to beat it up that much and that hard for that long. It's going to give out at some point versus, versus just like a super, yeah, lar- like a moment of impact and yeah, yeah, break. I, I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. Break and snap and breaking my body stay together pretty well. Gotcha. It's, it's, you know, what else was cool. Uh, watching your come up was your success in the UFC allowed you to do a lot of different, uh, things in Hollywood. Like when I saw you on Entourage. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was you know, crazy. That was one of those things I asked everybody I knew. I, I love that show. So I wanted, I wanted to be on it. I asked everybody I knew. Um, five different people took credit for getting me on the show. I don't care. What, <laughs> I, I don't care. I, thank you, everyone. Uh, I, I don't care who got me, got me on there, but uh, it was cool. I, I just wanted to come on and say hi to Vance or whatever. So yeah. just a re- cameo. And, but I guess the, I talked to the writer afterwards. He said, well, we're going to have Chuck on. We might as well put him in because we're doing a prank show. Oh, sick. Yeah. Yeah. They were doing, because uh, that show was uh, like a You Got Got. Yeah. So they just, yeah, well, we'll just, we'll just make Chuck the prank. So that, that's what they, they do. It was awesome. That's awesome. Probably the best show ever made. One, one of the Entourage, best shows Entourage, ever yeah. made. I mean, one of the, one of the, I think it's the last show I've, I've actually show. watched. I, I, it got a little serious at the end. I was too much. It was a fun, like, it's 23 minutes. It's like really uh, kind of like just fun to watch. Yeah. You know, watch it. You know, but yeah, they, they uh, yeah, that was a great show. I, I love watching. That was the last show that I think I've watched. I actually would try to watch it every Sunday when it when it aired. I didn't worry about TiVo and it. I actually last show I think I've caught on time. Mm-hmm. That that and I watched Sopranos straight through every episode. Well, see, I, 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 I didn't episode. I didn't catch that till the end. Someone I was yeah. coming up to the end. Someone said you got to watch this. I. I binge watched that for, for like, I was like, I watched that. I was like watching like three episodes a day for, for a while. Yeah. Just came out with a full beard. <laughs> Talking like Tony Soprano, James Gandolfi. Can you actually grow a full beard or is it only Fu Manchu? Uh, it's only, it's only it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't grow anywhere no, else. That's, no. a, that's why I stayed with this. Yeah, it yeah. just gave up. It's trained. Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> What do you think? Uh, what do you think makes a successful fighter in the UFC? And I ask because, for selfish reasons, I may find myself doing a stint in MMA. Well, for me, it's, you you need to be competent at, at, at all three. I like I, wrestling, hmm. jujitsu, and striking. You need to be competent at all three. Really good at one. Like I think you need to excel at one, and then the the other two you need to be competent at. And at least, <laughs> like for me, like I. When I learned jujitsu in the beginning, like I was in a rush to learn jujitsu because I, you know, find I like to strike. I like to, so I kind of concentrated on learning about twenty percent of jujitsu, everything that they use to get off the bottom, and then obviously I had to learn to defend uh, submissions, hmm. right? So I'd learn how to do, but I wasn't trying to work that a lot. I wasn't trying to drill it. I drilled getting off the bottom, 
staying in good position on, on top mm. and, and getting out and getting back up. And I, I, I was able to, to use that and get, I got really good at, the, at those things. So I, I, I could roll with those. I could roll with almost anybody out there mm. and still get out. I get out and get away. That's all. That's all I wanted. And, uh, which is different. I mean, it's a little harder now. Guys, guys have gotten used to, they've, they've seen, seen a lot of stuff that we started doing to get up and get out. But I, and, but as you get, as you do it longer and longer, you get better and better at different options for getting out. And it, it's different because a lot of them, a lot of guys, jujitsu guys spend most of their time working on, they're used to other guys who are trying to roll them mm. yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, and get in position for submissions. So I'd be halfway through a move and then I just pull my leg out. I hit by and they're like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going because they think I was going for something. Wasn't ready like, for this. Oh, and I'm, I'm down now we're standing again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, you have to, you have to be at least, you know, competent. When I say competent, like, like either, either, and for wrestling, takedown defenses or, or, or takedowns or whatever, takedown and control on top. Mm. Um, it just all, all depends, but you, you can, you can, you can mash it together any way you want, but you have, yeah, you really have to be, to be at the elite level, you have to be competent at all three. There's definitely a overlap as well in each, uh, in each discipline. I, but I noticed, uh, cause I did a little jujitsu in high school. I was, I was a wrestler first. And when I would roll around with the BJJ guys, I would get caught in certain moves because of my wrestling habits. Yes, for you, sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. There's there's a, there's certain things that you do in wrestling mm. that are just bad moves and, and oh, bad, horrible. Yeah. So you just have you have to learn those. I mean, it doesn't take long to teach a wrestler how how to correct those those things, but it but it it does. I mean, I I always say if you, you send me somebody that that hasn't, if I have to have one one discipline, send send me a guy that's a that was a wrestler. Mm. Because I a lot of a lot of mat time and and things that are that take a long time to teach balance, you know, so it make that makes it easier. I mean, I don't have to teach that stuff. I can teach the other stuff. Just teach them how to do the other things. But uh, either way, you know, any anyway, I, I we work with anybody. Is yeah, that, I just read somewhere that 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 wrestling base is the most important. If you have that that not the most important, but if you have that strong wrestling base, it like you just said, it makes teaching the other two disciplines a lot easier. Yeah, well, it makes it. Yeah, that I think I can teach the teach you how to. Plus, plus, you give me like you say, you give me an all American wrestler. I already know he knows how to cut weight. Yeah, I already yep. know he's mentally tough. You know, now I just got to find out if he can take a punch. Mm. Which is which means like, I can't I can't, <laughs> can't teach that can't, I can't teach a heart and I can't teach that I, I don't I, I'm not willing to or take take the time to teach a heart or, or, or try to give you a heart and I I, I can't teach, teach you a chin so if you if you, those two things are, are are but if you have athletic ability and you come in with some mental toughness it's it's are you training fighters by chance um, I'm not not right now I mean I, I do work with some guys I, I teach guys that are already fighting but I don't I, I'm not. I, I spend a lot of time with my, my kids and my family. So I, yeah. I don't, it's, 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 well, it's just, if someone on the show was like, I saw <laughs> like, you know, an all American wrestler, let's just say, and uh, could, he had a chin, right. He could take yeah. some punches. I don't know. You, it could be cool if you trained him. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> mind training people. I like training people actually. I'm referencing Logan. Okay. I think it'd be dope if you trained him. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, man. I, I, uh, I definitely want to, I want an MMA fight because I have a striking background now. I have a wrestling background, a strong wrestling background. Yeah. At least train. Huh? At least train. Yeah, I'll train. Yeah. I'll train. I'm going to start doing BJJ, bro. But you, have you seen my chokes? What about these? Uh, so are my chicken legs a problem? Chicken legs. Got, uh, no, actually, I think so. My trainer, uh, people used to make fun of his chicken legs. <laughs> uh, no, he, kick, he kicks like a Mack truck. So. Oh, great. Uh, okay. Okay. Sick. Yeah, he can do the splits too. Yeah. I yeah. That, I, I, I'll, I'll probably help you out. I kick motherfuckers in the temple, bro. <laughs> yeah. No temple safe. None. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what was I gonna say? Probably something. I oh, think yeah. it would yeah. be something. Who's yeah. your? Uh... <laughs> Man, I like when we banter. That's probably why you're my friend. It's my favorite part. Dude. Yeah, it's, it's my cool. favorite part. All of it. I want to. I want to ask him. Is there anyone right now fighting that you wouldn't fight? That's what I was gonna say. Rich, shut up, really? Nah, probably in a different way. I was like, yeah, wait, what? We on the same? I, mean, I, I mean, there's no one I wouldn't fight. I thought. I mean, I. I mean, I, when I was fighting, I. I I mean, I, I thought I could beat everybody. Is there is there a dude though that is walking around uh, with a little extra dominance than most people? Who's the baddest that man really right now in the UFC? Oh man, that's tough. Uh, baddest man in the UFC. Um, 
Shoot, I don't, I don't know if I give that to anybody. All right, let me ask you this then. A lot of uh, heavyweight boxers and heavyweight uh, MMA champions will claim the title of baddest man on the planet. You got boxers who are badasses. You got MMA fighters who are badasses. If you take the heavyweight boxing champion and the heavyweight UFC champion, who's, who is the baddest man on the planet realistically? <laughs> UFC. I mean, you're talking about a street fight. Yes. Come on. The thing is, it, 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 if they get, say he's got heavy hands, one, one punch coming in. After that, it's closed. And even if that's if you give them that, if you don't do a low single and, mm. and shoot in low mm. and just take them down, once they get if you've got no jujitsu, no wrestling background, you're okay, fucked. You will never, I will take you down. It won't take me, it will take, I'll take you down in a couple of seconds. Right. And you will never get off your back. Yeah. I can sit there and I do whatever I want. I can roll around on top of you, spank you. I can do, make <laughs> you look stupid. I can yeah, yeah, yeah. tap you on the, I can play, play with you like a little kid. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I can give you a, whatever I want to do. Knocking your head. <laughs> <A> wet willy. <laughs> have you ever given like, someone a wet willy during during a fight? Have you ever dished out a wet willy? Uh, no, no, I haven't. No. Okay, <laughs> somebody needs. To See, here's the thing. I I don't. I, I one of the things when I fight, I was always serious. Like I I don't care how how bad you were, how good you were when I was fighting you. I'm trying to end you as fast as possible. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to hurt you as bad as I can. I'm not. I'm not going to play with you. I'm not. I'm not going to go out and try to carry you for a round or or showboat or do that. That wasn't me. I'm going to go out there and try to end you as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. So some some fighters now sort of lead with that fun vibe, like like. Masvidal's last fight specifically against that Nate was Diaz. So funny, dude. Yo, that dude is a showman. Even when he's fighting. Well, the first thing he did bro, was that, that flying kick. He, he, went, he went to go fake the flying knee, and Diaz stopped. He had stopped to. him in his tracks. He had to because he saw what he did to Askren with it, dude. And like when he did that, bro, we everybody that was watching that fight collectively Died was just laughing. like, "What the fuck did he just? I can't believe he just did that." Well, I, I, you know, he's not gonna. He's not gonna. Though Diaz number one is not gonna come in and shoot. Anyway, right. so it's like yeah. that running flying knee would, would wouldn't really do much anyway. Yeah, I mean, so it's smart. Yeah, I mean, doing it to Askren, good call, obviously. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but you knew Fast Askren as soon as he got close, ran at yeah. him, he was going to duck down and shoot. You knew he was going to shoot if he ran at him and shoot. It, that, even that, he, he had a good. He was showboat there. It started with the hands behind his back. Hands behind his back always. That's how he starts leaning yeah. against the fence, like nonchalant. He'll wink at the camera. I saw him do that. I saw. I was like, "Who's that?" I saw him blow a kiss to the camera. Who's that? Masvidal. Oh, Masvidal. Yeah, yeah. He like clinched with Diaz. Yeah. His wink, blow a kiss. I'm yeah, like, he kept doing and, it. And it sucks because like as like your mentality is by far the the best way to become champion of the world forever and go down history. But man. Those showmen in the ring, they're so fun to watch. Oh, do you know, everyone loves a showman, man. Do you know who, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, that, and I, you know, everyone, I like, I, I always say, like, I, you know, I don't like all the, the trash talking and stuff that, like, like uh, McGregor does. And yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, it's funny, though, his fans get mad at me because I say that, but then they don't read the rest of the article. Like, I, he was one of my <laughs> favorite guys. He was one of my top five guys I like to watch fight because uh, he like, goes out there and fights. Yeah. Um, and, and and I get what he's doing. I know what he's doing. He's get, he's. He, I mean, I think the Aldo fight. He won that fight because of the t trash talking. Absolutely. He, he got in his head. Yep. He was mad. He, I've never seen Aldo run across a ring and start sw swinging. I mean, he, he's like a tie guy. He comes out. He comes out. Yep. Feels you out for a round. Sees where his things are, and then he go, then he attacks. Yeah. But, but he none of that. He ran across. Got oops, yep. and it was over. Yep. You know, but, but, you know, I, but I get it. What, what that does is bring in the fans. You got the hardcore tickets, fans, right? Yeah. You got hardcore fans and then you got, you know, the fans will watch sometimes and you got the people that will watch if there's a spectacle, if there's something big going yeah. And that's what you want. I mean, if you want, if you want to get paid, those are the guys you need. You, need to, you go all the way out to the, you start getting the people that are just watching because it's, because it's a, because it's a show. And I, someone, someone wants to see it. I took yeah. note of this. Actually, at Andre's birthday party, we put the fight on TV, boxing fight, and just give we, some time had passed, and there was like a congregate of people watching this fight. It's something about fighting over any other sport just like forces people to watch it because mm -hmm. I mean it's it, it's one of the most intense disciplined sports there is, and you you know in, a, in many ways you're like risking your life when you when you hop in that cage. Oh yeah, and, and it's, it's 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 one of those things that it's a, it's I think I think mixed martial arts is the greatest sport in the world. I mean I love boxing too. I mean I'm, I'm a, I mean I, I've never been the boxing versus MMA. I mean we want to talk about fighting us fighting in the street. I, I'm I'm going to explain it to you, but we already explained that earlier. Yeah. But but like I watch they're both separate sports. They're different. Like I, the only thing that bothers me is boxing guys talking about oh the striking in MMA isn't the same. 
You can't sit in the same stance. If you you stand in a boxing stance with me, you got one round before I'm going to kick your leg so many times. Mm. You won't be able to put your foot, you you won't be able to wait on it. Mm. I mean, if you, you can't, you can't block my leg kick. You're not going to stop it. It's not in a boxing stance. So, and if you put as much weight as they do on their feet, you can't do it. Yeah. It's a different, uh, and like the timing changes from boxing to kickboxing, from kickboxing to MMA, the distance and timing changes. Everything changes. How does a boxer beat an MMA fighter? Because I, I was thinking about before what you said about if you rush a guy in a street fight or in any fight, if it's MMA versus boxer, I can imagine that the MMA, MMA guy is going to win 9.9 times out of 10 because the takedown is the variable, right? right. Like if, if a boxer is not ready for it, by the way, they're usually top heavy guys. They're, they're big swingers. If you go for the legs and you take that guy down, what is he going to do? So how does a boxer win just start striking like crazy. Well, like what well, he's is he's going to have to catch you coming in. Yeah. I mean, just have to time it and catch you coming in or he's got to learn how to stop a takedown. I mean, cause it's, which by the way, which is, is not he, as easy as it sounds. Yeah. It's sure, not like, yeah. it's not, there's not like a, uh, you know, an easy fix. I used to get it all the time. I go to seminar. So, okay. Um, how do you stop a takedown? I'm like, where do I start? Like, <laughs> like, uh, Give me six months. I'll tell you. You know, you know, you know cause you gotta, you gotta know what the guy's trying to do. I mean, you wrestled. If, if you don't know what his counter is, he's going to, he's going to get you to come one way, go the other way. You're going to, you're going to switch around, switch, switch, switch. And they'll just keep countering your counter. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to kind of understand how to, how to, how to block people. Takedown defense was the reason I was as good as I was. I'm a big uh, counter wrestler. And even in boxing, I'm like a, Counter striker, and, and and that's what helped me too. I was I was a great scrambler. I was hard to take down. Uh, I was really uh, hard. To, I was really hard. Like, you know, I lose by one point to the guy, the guy, the guy that took second in nationals. Yeah, and I mean, I haven't, you know, but I, I had a, I had a the, my freshman year, I was nine and twelve, and I, I you know, I lost by 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 two points to the guy that, that, that took second damn, in nationals. Yeah, but I was just hard to score on. Yeah. I was always hard to score on. So when you add that into fighting. Now, and then people, I hit a guy once or twice, and they're like, oh, shit, they back up. Yeah. You know, they sort of start shooting from further away. It makes it real easy to stop a takedown. Yeah. Did you, uh, when, you, when, you, when, you when you were in training camp and stuff, did you ever party? or uh, Not like, during training camp, no. What, what about? Right after training camp. Yeah, after post, the fight, post training camp. Post fight, oh, yeah, it was a, it was a good one. Yeah, bro, I seen you at Dan Bozarian's. Yeah. I know my man parties. We've been asking, we've been asking everybody this. What, what about the sex leading into the fight? Are you a believer that you need to protect your, your type of seed? No, I never, we we can't find one fucking person that believes this except for anybody that trains him. Not one person, dude. I never, honestly, my, well, at least my coach would be boxed. He had uh, like 200 amateur fights. He had probably 60 pro fights between boxing and kickboxing. And he said, in his early in his career, I was like, if, if I listened to that, you know, I, I wouldn't have sex ever. I was always, I was six weeks out, eight weeks out from oh, a fight. Sure, uh, yeah. he's, I'm like, screw that. He's like, I, I'm not doing that. And, and he's like, it doesn't bother. He's just, his whole thing was like, at least he's like, just do me the favor the night before, just, just one time. Yeah. He's on the one time and, you, and she's sense. on top. After <laughs> <laughs> ah, my trainees. Thanks, John. Like, <laughs> Thanks, Shout John. out, John. Bro, I, I come, I come to practice. And Shannon would look at me and go, "Yo, you nut last night?" I'm like, "I'm like, no." He could smell it, he, but he knew every time. He smelled the nut. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but and, was, then, and then and then, <laughs> inspiring is what really gave it away, bro. Because sometimes uh, I'd be I'd be fighting, my legs are like shaking a little bit. I'm like, "Nah, I'm fine." My, my reaction's a little slow. <laughs> but now we're hearing that that's not the case. My my thought on it is bad a fucking day. You know, I yeah, think it's yeah, an old yeah. wives' tale. From back in the day, those guys those guys used to go out like they go out. It's from carousing. It's going out and trying to get it. You know, it's Spending trying going out to energy, go going out drinking and smoking. Yeah, back yeah. in back back in the day, about back in like the twenties or thirties, you know, smoking and drinking and going out and getting girls, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was. I think that's what it stems from. I, I mean, I that's only thing I can. Nah, think. I don't think now, because medically, medically speaking, I, I don't think it. Uh, scientifically speaking, I don't think it. Uh, well, there's no proof. Or, there's, there's no proof, no proof one way or the other. So, like, unless unless it, somebody's going to bring some sort of va- like valid scientific uh, proof that not busting, but gives it, if you it's some, in your, if it's in your head, if you believe it causes a problem, it'll cause a problem. That's the problem. But that yeah, is the you, problem because he would come home and you and 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 he would, how, Shannon would find out that he came a couple times, and then it would turn into <laughs> Shannon saying. Yo, like now you're gonna be fucked up. Now you're gonna be fucked up, and then in his mind, he's like, "Now I'm fucked up. Now I'm fucked up. Now I'm fucked up." Yo, so when I had my wet dreams the week of the fight, yeah. it fucked me up, bro. Or you thought two, it? No, did. two days before the fight, yeah. I'm sitting. I'm like, I'm like, fucking come in my bed, bro. I'm yeah. just like, this you is. I, I'm. This sucks. Yeah. Two days before the fight, 
God, why? God, God, why? I'm not, I'm not participating. Well, I'll tell you why. It's because you weren't having sex. If you, if you believe, yeah, if you believe it, it can cause a problem. Then, I mean, if if you don't believe it, it's all mental. It's it's a mental thing. Yeah, bro. And I'm like, I'm. It's definitely not a physical thing. I'm a moron in that. If someone tells me like that, I can't fuck. Like, unfortunately, like I, I want to fuck a hundred times more than normal. If someone's like, yo, like regular schedule, regular programming. I don't know, once, twice a week, maybe. Like, uh, if yeah. I can't have something, like, I'm that guy who uh, want, who needs it, you know? You're a spite banger. Yes, bro. <laughs> like, like, bro, I was, I, was, I was having sex, bro, and, like, I was thinking about Shannon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, what? I, I was, Shannon was in the back of my head. Let's go, Champ. He's, he's like, don't like, nut, Champ. Like, watch this, Champ. <laughs> watch this, Champ. Don't, ch- don't nut, Champ. <laughs> don't nut, Champ. Let's go home, Champ. Let's go home, Let's Champ. Go. After, the, after the fight. See, you got to go back room. to that vegan stuff. It's just, just yeah. transfer energy. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, no, true. no sex, just the transfer energy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that's funny it, it, it sex in many ways it, not to get too off topic is a transfer of energy like I I mm. like I'm just gonna I'll be blatantly honest I had sex with a girl the other day and like I it was also it was I was having a bad day Ooh. and so like uh, I gave her all my problems. Uh, you know? yeah. She just left and gets yeah. hit by an F one fifty. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it was it was it was like a stress reliever for me, but like I could feel un- unloading a weight off of my shoulders and giving it to her. Like, yeah. bro, when you have That's sex, yeah, but in many ways, yeah. but in many ways, if a girl's having a bad day and you have sex with her, bro, like. You, you get her problems, man. Yeah, but why? Matt, I, Matt, it'll, Matt it'll has a theory on this. I hope not. <laughs> no, because I hope not too. Because let's be honest. Girls are always having a fucking bad day about something, bro. Like they're always having yeah. a bad day. Oh, Mac, so that, like Mac has a theory on this. He says if you have sex with a girl, he go he he believes you inherit her inherit her problems and all the guys she's ever had sex with all their problems. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Bilski or Anton? Mac Bilski. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a wild. I can one. see it. So that's why he, that's how why he uh, refrains sometimes. Mm, he hasn't been that. refraining lately. I know. Yeah. What's good? <laughs> he even brought he brought that's a club, he brought a club rat home the other night. That was one of the most surprising things in my I ever seen in my fucking life. Wow. So did Evan. Yeah, wow. actually, that's true. The boys are getting, the boys are getting at it. Lately. It's getting yeah, frisky, dude. Damn, what is it? What do you, what do you guys think it is? is so, there's something in the air. I think now that we're not in training camp. I mean, <laughs> you you know this. You just said it. Like after training camp. It's time to party. Oh yeah, especially we, we, yeah. You get it's like you feel like you, you've been training so hard and being under control, and uh, you, you gotta let loose. Fact, you gotta, you gotta have some fun. And yeah. coincidentally, it's like nearing the end of the year. We're feeling the holiday energy, like Thanksgiving, Christmas. I mean, I'm going home. I'm drinking with my friends. First, you gotta go to Hawaii too dude. with your family. Crazy. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna Hawaii be. on Wednesday. What what uh, did you watch any of his fight? Did you see any of the highlights from it or anything? I like didn't. That? I didn't see the the last one. I saw the first one, the yeah. one. Yeah. I didn't see the pro one. I just. I went. What the hell? I went, what's a two point? I went. Since when have they ever deducted two points for anything? Yep. <laughs> I'm a sip. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, that out. I heard that, and I was trying to actually. I was trying to load it. It just wasn't loading on my phone. Um, but uh, I was like, I gotta, gotta see how, what what causes a two point deduction. I've never seen one. Yo, listen, I've, I've watched. I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of boxing. I'm watching boxing since I was a kid. Um, I, I've never seen it. I, I know one. Tyson bit off uh, Holyfield's ear. They yeah, took two points for the last. Bro, I should. You can't, evidently, you cannot bite off someone's bodily function. It's not. It's <laughs> no, not, it's they, not okay. just, I thought they just stopped the fight there. It wasn't I the thought last they one. Could, No, I didn't say it was the last one. I just said it was an example of a two point deduction. That's all. Well, I mean, that's. I, 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 that's the only thing I might actually when someone says something I'm like well maybe the, the Mike Tyson by the ear would d- deduct too I don't know Take, I'd probably yeah. just I just end it right yeah. huh? two points for the ear off and they still fought so, so that's did what I'm they, saying I thought they did they should, keep should I should I have just oh, bit his ear he, he bit his ear and then when he bit it he bit it again I think I think he bit it and then yeah that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. that is right that's got, right I was like, <laughs> like he okay, bit into his bloody orifice that was left from oh, the first he bite. said what he said savage. he wanted seconds dude Literally. Damn, he went back for seconds. Dude, Tyson is a whole different breed animal. He's oh, a whole yeah. fucking different in breed. That, in that thing that we referenced, the one night, uh, the Joshua Ruiz documentary, yeah. which, by the way, you, you should watch. Tyson oh. quite literally steals the show. He is the best. He, I don't know what happened, but he became such a 
flamboyant big personality yeah, and it's yeah. a, it is incredible he was he's, got, he's got his podcast which is amazing yeah. hot boxing yeah. with, with mike tyson yeah. and he just he just blazes trees all day the whole time. he's just a great guy he was talking about how when you get hit and your equilibrium's off he's like he's like your mind's working but your body's <laughs> fucked up <laughs> <laughs> and every time he would say it like, like the crowd would burst into laughter burst. like the entire crowd would be cracking and he's, he's like the, mind's working buddy the, fucked up the, yeah, your body's fucked up. The problem with Tyson, though, is like, no matter what he does, even when he's talking about something deathly serious, the crowd bursts into laughter. That's like one of those. That's like one of those situations yeah. where it's like you can't turn the the clownery off no. just because of the way he exudes himself. But yeah. it's like, yeah, he's he's a character, such a great bro. human. Yeah, he is. I think the first time I ran into him, he's like, man, don't let those promoters screw you. Really? <laughs> I was, just, I was outside a fight. We're going in. We going at some some party up in the hills. Hollywood Hills. Yeah. And walking in. Hey, hey, don't let the, I like you. Don't, don't let those promoters screw you. He's not wrong, though. Yeah, no, he's not. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> Good advice. I'll Always looking it. out. Um, all right. Let's do, a, let's do audio only. It's like this, but audio only. It's on Spotify and iTunes. So Chuck Liddell, bro, thanks for coming on and policy, brother. Mm -hmm. thanks, oh, brother. thanks for having me, man. It was a lot of fun. You guys are Thank you, bro. Yeah. What, what, you, what's bro. Your, uh, your Instagram handle, your Twitter handle? Where can they uh, find you? Just at Chuck Liddell. That makes sense. Nice right. simple. Stick around. <laughs> real simple. Stick around. We're going to go to the audio only right now, exclusively only on Spotify and iTunes. You got to listen to it. After all, this is a podcast. It's audio based. So thank you for listening to Impulsive featuring Chuck Liddell, the number one podcast in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, peace. All right, we're still here. That was such a weird outro. I, thought I don't know. Why. That was no, smooth. it was good, but it was just, it was like, uh, it was butter. It was great. Well, if you have right, something right. to say, no, I, don't. I don't. Yeah, you want to fight? <laughs> yeah, me and Chuck versus you too. <laughs> you, got shit to you got shit to talk? <laughs> I wanted to ask you about uh, mental health. Like, uh, quite a, honestly, how do you stay sane during all this? Do you have any rituals? Like, you go in hyperbaric chamber, you meditate? I, I like I like hyperbaric chambers uh, for healing. I don't know if that's for uh, sanity. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I mean, I, I mean, my, my actually meditation is just hitting the bag, hit, hit, hitting the mitts, going mm. out and going training. I mean, it's, it's the only time I really shut off is when I go out and spar or when I go out and I'm, I'm rolling, doing jujitsu, um, where I'm just thinking about what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like, you know, your mind's always racing, you got a bunch of things going on. I always have a bunch of things going on. Uh, but when I'm actually, when I'm sparring, I'm actually just, just trying to figure out how to, how to, how to mess with me. So it actually, that, that time alone in my head away from everything else is actually what I think keeps me sane. You got a wife and kids? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, must be nice, man. What's, what's, what's that like? Uh, it's awesome. I, mean, I got a great family. I, I, my, my wife helps me with everything. She's great. Um, my kids are amazing. What, <laughs> They're great. What, Six, seven, and 18. Oh, nice. oh, so yeah, it started and then took a little time off and <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, they gotta get started again. So yeah, where do you guys where do you guys uh, live? Uh, Hidden Hills. Oh, you're oh you're right here. Yeah, Hidden Hills. What does your wife think when you go into the ring? Is she um, freaking I, out? I, she can she understands what I'm doing. <laughs> she not, yeah, she just didn't like it. I mean, I shouldn't like me fighting actually, but she knows that's what I do and that's who I am. She's not bad, you know. And she. That's crazy. I, the, amount of people, the amount of people who told me that they describing their nerves for my fight, like acquaintances, friends, like people way up in the nosebleeds is, is insane. And like, it's, it's crazy how one event can cause, cause that much anxiety for <laughs> someone else. Who's not even, it's not me. Like I was probably the least nervous person there, there that night in my friend group. I fucking oh, hate oh, every I'm, second. I'm always, one thing, like I, I'm the same way. I, I, I'm known for not being nervous before fights. I don't get nervous for fights when I'm fighting. Now everybody else, all my friends fighting. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, watch the right, watch yeah. the fucking yeah. right, like I'm screaming. Trying, I'm yeah. trying to Freaking move out. them out of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. 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 Have you ever seen me watching a fight? I'm like, people are like running. From, like, somebody, somebody's yeah. got the video of me walking into the the seats prior to this fight. And like, you know, like obviously I'd sat all those influencers in that section. They're all my yep. homies. And I walk in and all of them are reaching out. Yo, 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 what's good? You ready for this? And I, I'm literally like, it was the one time you've ever seen me. I didn't say shit to anybody. I walked past everybody. No the way. Whole, the first time I said anything is when I told that dude behind me that I was going to fucking kill him in front of his family. Because <laughs> he told our, he called our door friend, Peter Dinklage, the dude from fucking Game of Thrones as like a diss. He said it like underhand. And I was like, what the fuck did you just say? And then I fucking flipped on him. I was like, I'll kill you, bro. In the fucking <laughs> arena, literally, bro. And I hadn't said anything else to anyone else. And yeah. then I, and then as soon as that was done, I went right back to the fight. It was the only time, like, I literally didn't want to talk to anyone. Like, I was so stressed <laughs> out, bro. <laughs> that, yeah, that, 
that's how I get with fights too. I, I, I get so I'm not like, watching with people. my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fighting them. Yeah, so yeah, tense yeah. up. It's it's. I think something's wrong with me, bro. Not only was I not nervous for my fight, I wasn't last year. I wasn't nervous for Jake's fight either. My own brother. Are you a sociopath? You think? It's, I mean, it's quite possible. I, I love know. the fact I feel, that I feel like you, <laughs> you were, you were feeling something though, because I remember being in that, that the, locker room. I, it, this, this, this fight. No, the the first previous fight. fight for sure. I think it's, it had something to do with the first boxing match, girlfriend. Well, parents, well, so you were nervous. No, no, no. It was butterflies. Butterflies, bro. But this last fight on God, I felt nothing, which is why I think I, I performed the way I did. No, yeah. no, no. I, I, oh, oh. No, nothing, bro. Calm, calm. Peace, Be, peace, Bieber peace. next to me. Calm, yeah, calm. You, calm. You, yeah. That's what Bieber was telling him on the way out. And I was like, I kind of wish he said something else. Like, yo, kill or be killed. Like, fuck this dude up. Take his head off. He was like, calm, yeah, Blow calm, yourself up if you peace. have to. Do anything. You got him saying that. You got Shannon not letting him fuck. The kid walked out. He's a fucking wreck. He didn't know which way to go. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't know if he was coming or going. He just knows he hadn't been coming. So now he's gone. I don't know. <laughs> we're going with this one. What's like next it. for Chuck Liddell? Um, well, I just got back from shooting a movie up in uh, Regina, Canada. Nice. What is it? Regina. Ah, Regina. Regina. No. Yeah, everyone there makes a joke. It's the, the place that rhymes with fun. Facts. <laughs> I love that. Everyone's, wow, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, uh, that's that's it, excellent. It, it's very cold, but it was, it, was, it was fun up there. It's called acceleration, yeah. No, that that was. Uh, I just that, that one's already out. This okay, one I just cool. shot. It, it's a working title. It's Cage Fighter. It's just uh, cool. But uh, just got done with that. Yeah, acceleration's out. Just. Just that was fun. I got finally actually. I've been in four movies now. I think with Dolph Lundgren. No finally, way. I, yeah. I finally actually got to see him on set and actually fight with him. Nice. So this there. last one. Wow. This last one. He so was I, a part of this doc that we just watched with the one night shit. Yeah. He was a part of that as well. Yeah. What? Uh, so how long were you up there in vagina? <laughs> yeah, I was up there for uh, uh, about twenty days. Is it like a off the map kind of like there's nothing for miles and miles type shit? Or oh, it's in the middle of nowhere. How yeah. do you like that? Uh, it was all right. It was good for work. I mean, he had a we had st- the sound stage was great. They, we got to work doing this, some stuff in the stadium. Yeah, big st- Bro, yeah. Regina. It's a city in Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. No, I, I actually I called it Regina and the and on the way. Oh, where are you going? I'm going to Regina on my my trip to Calgary on the flight to Calgary. Um, and they go, she go, and the girl, lady from Canada uh, was sitting next to me. She goes, um, actually, unfortunately, it's Regina. <laughs> unfortunately. They, oh, they, <laughs> they call it Regina? Wow. It's Regina. Why would they, they not say Regina? Yeah. Yeah. That's something that you're saying. And why I would I ever Regina? call a girl named Regina, Regina ever again? You're now Regina. <laughs> <laughs> Regina. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was like, I, they're like, unfortunately, it's Regina. Unfortunately. Oh, man. They got to stop, sorry, they sir, stop so wearing we're actually that. have to send you home now because you Well, you know, funny. I'm so I'm driving, driving right in the cab, or not a cab, the car that picked us up. And they, they actually said, uh, so, so, hey, what's there to do around town? You know, they, they would, you know, see or whatever. Um, uh, the only thing to do here is drink, fight, and fuck. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like wow. wow. Hey, that's great. Thank hey, you. Danny, that, could, that, could you look lot, up, that was a lot of help. That's, no, that's, that's no. a lot of help. Could you look up uh, round trips to Regina <laughs> for us quickly? Yeah, that doesn't sound bad. <laughs> we, should get, we should get going on that. Um, all right, cool, man. That, that's it. Let's wrap it up. Chuck, bro, thanks for coming on again. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Of course, of course. Hey, thanks for listening, man. You guys are li- who listen to this. Like, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. All right, now that one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Peace. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.